calling all lovers of mystery and fans of a good story. If you haven't already heard me talk about June's journey, you're in for a treat. It's time to don your detective hat in this free hidden object mobile game that delves into the captivating journey of June Parker, a self-proclaimed detective on a quest to unravel the mystery surrounding her sister's untimely death. In June's journey, you get to play as June, deciphering clues and unveiling secret plots within thousands of beautifully illustrated scenes. And did I mention it's set in the glitzy 1920s? New chapters are added weekly, so you will never run out of new thrills to uncover, and you can also personalize and decorate your very own Orchid Island where the story takes place. How sharp are your detective skills? Find out when you download June's Journey on your Android or iOS device, or play online via Facebook games. Your detective journey awaits. Welcome to my vagina. This is Jesse Karen. <laughs> and this is Rebecca Frank. And here we are again, having our current historical, hysterical, and infuriating conversation about our lives as vagina-having organisms. All content made up on the spot, but probably researched. Just kidding, fools. It's definitely research. So today we're talking about virginity touching, myths and legends, because... <laughs> yeah, we... Uh, Recorded this the day or two before uh, the whole Hymen Gate happened. Hymen Gate. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so we wanted to just kind of like link this into that whole fiasco with T.I. Yeah. And his daughter. Because like the Hymen is not a way to check for virginity and virginity is a construct anyways. It's not a medical condition. Yeah. And so like. And yet it's still for some reason super important to people like. T.I. apparently. Yeah, but only for his daughter. his daughter's hymen for the past 18 years? Yeah. And knows that his son is having sex and his son's 15, but he doesn't care about that. So it's this like idea about that we are worthless once we have only one specific type of sex. Only P in the V sex. Anyway, we just basically wanted to be like, that shit's bonkers and <laughs> totally fucked up. Yeah, because... I mean, and we're going to talk more about this, but you don't have to prove your sexual history to anyone because you're in control of your own sexual activity and it's no one's business. It also doesn't mean that you're devalued once that it, once it's quote unquote virginity is gone and virginity means so many things to different people. Like Rebecca just said, it's not just P and the V sex. Whatever sex is to you is what it is. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah. Losing your virginity implies that it's not in your control. That's yeah, and it's also like the ways that we talk about it, like giving up the V card, taking someone's V cards, like it makes you somehow less mm -hmm. of a person. And all of that is fucking bullshit. It's, it is. The patriarchy. It's the it's patriarchy. The, it's the fucking patriarchy. It is. I still remember having sex for the first time. And then when we were done, I could not say, stop saying, oh, that's it. I, I can't believe that's it. I, I was worried about it for so long. And yeah. I kept saying it to the chagrin of my boyfriend. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> but it was still it had built up so much for me. And I was so annoyed mm -hmm. that I had waited not for myself, but because of what everyone else had told me. And it, it had been dictated by all of the adults around me. Yeah. And why are we always told that it's going to hurt? Like I was scared that mm -hmm. having sex was going to be painful. Yeah. And it wasn't for me. Personally. It was very painful for me, but I also don't think it has to be. Right. You know, and I, I don't think it was necessarily even his fault. I think yeah. we were both like, we didn't know what we were doing. Yeah. Um, but as we talk about with sex education, uh, we're not taught 
how to be how to give pleasure right especially right. to women yeah yeah um, and women aren't also taught how to accept pleasure a lot of times yeah you know we've talked about that exactly a bunch. to us it's more important that you have a good time exactly um and we're taught I, I think i'm repeating myself but we're taught to think of virginity as a measure of a person's value and that's like really frustrating that like p and the v sex is some kind of magical kind of sex that i don't know has the power to change you <laughs> yeah apparently as you'll learn going forward it makes your neck thicker <laughs> yeah apparently <laughs> there's no actual physical measure because the hymen is essentially something someone made up during the scientific enlightenment to show proof of virginity it's just the patriarchy's way to try and police women's bodies it's, and yeah. women's like sexual experience it's ownership and, yeah fuck all that shit and it's, have sex when you feel most comfortable doing so and whatever sex you want to have yeah and it's nobody else's fucking business, especially not TIs. Especially not TIs. God, <laughs> he sucks. Yeah. I'm so unnerved. It's creepy, <sighs> right? It's like, and then like, if he, this is the thing that I keep thinking about. If he was comfortable enough to go on a podcast, which has since been taken down, but if he was comfortable enough to go on a podcast and discuss his daughter's yeah, he uh, thinks it's sex okay. life. He thinks it's fine. He's probably had this conversation a bunch of times, which means like intellectually, I always knew that this was still a thing that happened, but like I kind of didn't want to believe it. But obviously there are people in, we know there's people in the world, but like in this country who are still a thing. Yeah. Who talk about it with their friends and like, I'm sorry, but like, I don't want my dad talking about my sex life. Not so, talking about it and not yeah. being in the fucking room when she gets a no. pap smear or no. I'm sorry, a virginity test from the doctor and like being bullied into when the doctor is like, uh, this information is hers. And then he like was like, oh, do you have something to hide from me? Yeah. How is she supposed to respond? Yeah. To that? There's like no she had no power there. I mean, that's that's mental abuse. Yeah. <laughs> and also sorry okay. to add this woman's. Yeah. <sighs> there's it's a weird thing to like talk about it because it's important that um a father thinks that it's okay to monitor his daughter's hymen but it's also unfair to her that it's been brought mm -hmm. into a public light and now everyone's debating over her body still so her body is not only not hers not her dad's it's not ours and now it's public domain yeah yeah it's true and it's just another shame spiral yeah it sucks anyway the rest of our episode's really fun <laughs> Uh, we You're try to make light it. of virginity tests mm -hmm. and then we do some would you rather. So if you got through this and also actually don't forget to check our Instagram at welcome to my vagina in the days following our podcast release, because we are going to post, we tried some of the virginity tests and we videotaped it. Oh, that's right. Yeah, so you can see that. whether or not we're virgins. So you keep that on your finger and it's a daily reminder that you're at this point, you're married to the Lord. And, uh, and your father is your boyfriend <laughs> and, uh, we're going to have fun together. And let me go ahead and give you that. Today, we're going to talk about virginity. Yeah. What is a virginity test, Rebecca? It's bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> you can actually check out our Instagram because we're going to be uploading some pretty fantastic virginity tests that we did. Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> it's so fun. You guys could try Here's them at home. Me and Rebecca so far are not virgins, but we're going to keep a tally and figure out who is the most virgin by the end of this. Yeah. Oh, we really should do oh, that. Oh, yeah. Slut bags. Yeah, so, let's see who's the slutbag. Biggest slutbag. <laughs> slutbag. <laughs> you guys should try along with us some of these uh, tests and write in. Let us know how much of a slutbag you are. Yes. You know, or maybe we have the only version in the world <laughs> listening to our show. Okay. So for those of you who don't know, 
a virginity test is the practice and process of determining whether a person, usually a female, is a virgin. It's also called the two-finger test, which yeah, ugh, pretty self-explanatory. Pretty self-explanatory about what they're doing with that. Um, to determine that she has never engaged in or been subjected to sexual intercourse. Yeah, it's, it's, it's to check the presence of the intact hymen. Um, which is so dumb. Which is so dumb. Because there are so many ways you can break your hymen yeah. on accident. Yeah, so many ways, like fingering, tampons, gymnastics. Gymnastics. Horseback riding. Falling on a fence. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> which has happened to somebody, probably Rebecca, because she just brought it up. Right? <laughs> yeah, also, um, it doesn't really talk about, like, where consent falls in all of this, yeah. right? So, like, are you still a virgin if you were assaulted? Yeah, exactly. I mean, all of, there, there's just a whole lot of, like, really crazy nuance here. We're not going to go into the nuance, I don't think, so much. No. We're going to just talk about some of the crazy tests. Yeah. We can go into some of the nuance. Some of the nuance. Some of the nuance. Yeah. Because um, it does have like a long, complicated bullshit of a history. Yeah. Including the fact that uh, I found out that um, the Indonesian army yeah. currently, like now, still tests female applicants. Still. Isn't that crazy? Wild. Yeah. So they have women undergo a hymen test that is oftentimes conducted by male army doctors because... Only like 70 percent of those who perform the tests are male because there's a lack of female doctors. Ugh. So it's like you're so like it's crazy. So the Human Rights Watch objected to the practice in 2014. And Indonesia has its own independent National Commission on Violence Against Women, mm -hmm. which said that this was an act of discrimination against women that violates the Indone Indonesian constitution. Yeah. It's it also and this is a, a quote that I found. The Human Rights Watch says that because the practice is degrading to women, virginity tests are a violation of human rights. Write that down. It's a violation of human rights. You want me to write it down? Yeah, write it down. Okay. According to Article 7 of the Un United <laughs> Nations International Covenant on Civil and Political Rights and Article 16 of its Covenant Against Torture, Indonesia ratified both of those treaties in 2006 and 1998. So it was actually in violation of two treaties by conducting virginity tests. Wow. Yeah. Um, okay, so... Uh, What's the hymen? The hymen, yeah. So, um, bleeding postcoitus was proof that a woman had not had sex before because her hymen was still intact. But the hymen has nothing to do with sexual activity. So the hymen is a small ragged membrane just inside the opening, about one to two centimeters to the vagina. Because remember, the vagina is the canal that connects the vulva to the cervix. Um, but all hymens are not created equally, like we just said. Like anything can break them. They're kind of like tissue paper. They can tear away. They can tear or wear away. Um, so the whole theory of like popping your cherry is kind of bullshit. Um, and also, like, what a terrible way to put it. Yeah, like it's all just like, like it's just like way way to make women be afraid of having sex. Mm -hmm. That sounds terrifying. Yeah, and also we're just told that it's going to be painful from yeah. like day one, and it doesn't have to be. Right. But also hymens don't even like hold that much blood, so it's just, there's, uh, <laughs> Yeah, it's just so wrong on so many levels. I guess the hymen wasn't connected with virginity until 1546, when Vesalius, a Catholic anatomist, dissected two deceased virgin women. The hymen is now recognized as a remnant of the vaginal formation in utero. It is medically insignificant and cannot foretell sexual activity. Yeah, say it again for the people in the back. It cannot foretell sexual activity. Yeah. Activity. Uh, the definition for sex can be different for everyone. It's yeah. also like 
it's not just penis and the vag sex, guys. Not mm-hmm. just P and V. There's lots of different folks, lots of different likes, lots of different preferences. Mm-hmm. There's, you know, some people define it as the existence of an orgasm, some as like, you know, how long it lasted. And most importantly, we it doesn't matter. Because yeah. my definition of sex could be totally different from your defini- definition of the sex, and they can coexist together. Right. And there is no, like, this idea that you are worth more as a woman mm-hmm. if you're a virgin is fucking bullshit and is a way for a patriarchal society to control the way that we experience our bodies. Mm-hmm. So, like, get out of here with that noise. Get out of here with your noise. Hate that noise. <laughs> All right. So... During classic Greek times, the going theory was that virgins had small, pink, upward-pointing nipples, whereas once a woman had sex, they would get dark, large, and downward-pointing nipples. That's one point for me. Might be one point for me, too. Oh, all right. Yeah. So the idea, and this is, this is probably the best thing that I found out. So apparently the belief was that once women had sex, the sperm would enter the vagina, and then they would just stay in the body. And so it, the sperm would find its way to the boobs. And then the sperm would have a pool party in the boobs, which would yep. then weigh them down. Mm-hmm. And that's why your boobs would get bigger, <laughs> because there was sperm in there. Swimming. Swimming around. Swimming around your boobs. Fucking chilling. Yeah. So one medieval text called De Secretis Molarum, or Women's Secrets, that's easier, thank you, mm-hmm. <laughs> described how to tell a virgin from her demeanor and her pee. Um, <laughs> virgins, it was believed, were endowed with magical powers and could quiet swarming bees tame wild animals, hold water in their hands, and control the urge to urinate. Among other things, medieval medical books often included references to this last myth. To see if a maiden was truly a virgin, the medical books advised, have the woman drink large amounts of diuretic. If she was able to refrain from visiting the little girl's room, then she was indeed a virgin. But tinkling meant she was lying about her sexual experience. Well, you pee all the time. I know. So Not a virgin. A <laughs> negative one i'm taking my point away (laughs) i think i pee a normal amount so maybe i just don't get or lose a point yeah i'll leave you i'll leave you alone okay i also read about urine that um so there were like different signs of chastity Mm -hmm. and so like shame modesty fear and a faultless gait and speech or like casting eyes down if you saw men that those would be Mm -hmm. ideas that like you weren't a virgin anymore i think Mm -hmm. and then um but then there were some clever women who could figure out how to change their behavior. And so they would do a pee test. And so, Clever women. so they would say that the urine of virgins is clear and lucid, mm-hmm. sometimes white, sometimes sparkling, but corrupted women have muddy urine. Mm-hmm. So I have a couple of things. If your urine is white, you should go to the doctor. Because <laughs> like... Well, they also said that it could be sparkling. Yeah. Which I was like, oh, Unicorns. okay, so we're... Back in the day, if you peed like something similar to Prosecco, mm-hmm. you were a virgin, mm-hmm. but sluts just peed straight sludge. Yeah. Because they said it was like muddy urine. Yeah, muddy Corrupted urine. women have a muddy urine. Yeah. Which honestly, it's just like you're just dehydrated. You know? Like, I mean, if I've never peeing, had muddy I urine. I mean, it's never been <laughs> muddy, but it gets darker if I don't drink enough water. Right. Right. So, like, I'm just wondering if, like, maybe. Maybe people who have sex are just dehydrated. Yeah. You know, and virgins are just very hydrated. Also, the ability to hold your fluid was a hallmark of virginity. But the passing of water in general, like urine, tears, water, all seem to point to a sinful woman. The metaphor extended to include not only actual fluid, but verbal fluid as well. A talkative, gossipy woman became synonymous with loose morals. After all, if she easily opened one orifice, 
wow. she could open all of them. Wow. <laughs> well, considering that we both host a podcast in which we talk the whole time, oh, I think we're losing points. I'm at negative one and you're at zero. Zero. <laughs> zero. Also, like when it comes to urine, do they think that women pee different urine than men? Solid question. Yeah. What I happened? wonder. Does the same go for men? Like if they peed sparkling, were they virgins? And if yeah. they peed brown? Yeah, they were. Were they dying? <laughs> yeah. Were they hobags? Of their corruption. <laughs> right? Also for men, it goes the same way. If your pee is white, go to the doctor. Go to the doctor. <laughs> so then we've got a couple of string tests or string theories for our physics nerds out there. Um, so one of them, okay, do you guys all have, or do you listeners have your string ready? Um, so if the circumference of your neck is bigger than the circumference of your forehead, then you're not a virgin. So like, but then I, but then like, okay, let's just like follow this through because like, so let's say, so if we say that virginity, if we like, we're just going to define it as like how I think they're defining it Mm -hmm. as no P in the V, right? Mm -hmm. Just for this argument. So like once the P goes in there, does your neck become bigger? Like in that moment or does it become bigger over time? If you don't have sex for a while, does it shrink down again? Why aren't women just walking around with like thick ass necks? Giant necks. Giant necks. Yeah. So many, like, I just think. You know, just from like neck to tit. (laughs) Spark plug. (laughs) It's just like, it's so many. I need facts. Well, Rebecca, they're giving them to you. They're giving them to me. They wrote them in a book. They did. (laughs) They did. And one of the book was by this, one of the books was by this guy named Helkia Crook. Did you read about him? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Quickly. He's the other guy with the other string theory that if the if you measured from the tip of your nose to the base of your skull um, and that length fit perfectly around the neck, then she was a virgin. But if she didn't, then she wasn't a virgin and maybe was immediately killed using the string. <laughs> I mean, they've got a tool there. I feel like they killed virgins. Not they the thing definitely that they killed did. virgins. That's or not, where, where the witchcraft, that's where oh, witchcraft yeah. came from. Yeah. Oh, man. But. Also, Crook, just like as an aside, he uh, was the first qualified doctor to be appointed keeper of the Royal Bethlehem Hospital, but his conduct was so unsatisfactory that he was removed from the office on grounds of corruption and absenteeism. I don't even want to know what he did. Right. Because he because like on on the uptick, he wrote this book. (laughs) You know what I mean? Wasn't he also the one who believed in the hymen but still didn't use it? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So Crook was a respected court physician to King James and the in uh, the early 1600s, uh, he did publish famous work on anatomy, still used the string, but he was the one who, like, he was a firm believer in the hymen, but still opted to use the string to determine virginity. Maybe he, like, felt weird about penetrating women with his fingers. So you know what? I'll give him credit for that. I, I, feel, I feel for that. But yeah. I also, like, what happened to the people who right. weren't? <laughs> right. Right. Getting um, their rocks off a little bit. Yeah, so there's also the good old stained bedsheets check, of course. Mm-hmm. The belief that virgin women bleed upon having penetrative sex. Uh, in the medieval times, sometimes the sheets would have been snatched from the bed and paraded around to others as proof of the wedding night purity. Catherine of Aragon, legend says, kept her blood-stained honeymoon bedding for years and kudos to this fucking crafty bitch, presented them to the court during the annulment case brought against her by Henry VIII. Wow. Good for her. Yeah. Do it, girl. Smart woman. Know where you're living. Yeah, for <laughs> real. She played the long game. 
That's a chess player right there. Yeah. That's a chess player. Yeah. So to bring it back stateside, um, in the rural in rural black communities of the American South, there was a folkloric tradition which held that a man could test My favorite one. I know it's so good. Could test the virginity of a woman by collecting some of his earwax on his own fingertip and then pressing his fingertip against the woman's vulva. And if the exposure to the earwax hurt her and she like yelled or something, then she is a virgin because the like the excretions of a man um, would burn her like any excretions, including earwax, which is like if I saw a man take earwax out of his ear and touch it to any part of my body, I'd start screaming. (laughs) Yeah. So that's one point. No, 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 no. You're supposed to scream. So that's a virginity. Oh, I'm a virgin. Me too. My note was gross. Keep your earwax away from me, which I feel like gives me a point. (laughs) Wait, you got one. Oh, I'm up to zero. Yeah. I was negative. You're back even. You're winning. Not bad. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't look too far into this one, but people uh, used to test it by having women uh, sit over a smoking coal fire. Oh, I didn't see that one. Yeah, I tried to look into it and I couldn't find too much other stuff about it. But like, I didn't feel good about that. I don't really feel good about any of these. No. (laughs) Although the string test is so funny. Yeah, that one makes me laugh. So I guess back in the day, people thought that bathing in virgin blood kept you young and beautiful. Did people think that or did she (laughs) think that? (laughs) Maybe Catherine started this. Yeah. I'm sorry, Elizabeth. Wow, I'm getting all my queens mixed up. Um... Or she's not even a queen. She was she's a, a countess. Yeah, she was just a she was just a lowly countess. Yeah. So this woman was a straight up serial killer. Yeah. Tell us why. <laughs> Tell us why can't. So she had come up with this theory, or this theory had been told to her that that bathing in and drinking the blood of virgins would keep you youthful. And she had been born like beautiful and with money and a great education. And she wanted to hold on to all of her stuff. And so she uh, is responsible. She would like lure in like peasant women she would lure them and then she would like bloodlet them and bathe in their blood and then she ran out of peasant women <laughs> and so then, then what she did went, she do she went to like people and of higher status and started luring their young girls and she was bloodletting them and torturing them and then i don't know making face masks oh my god maybe she did she probably made she blood probably face did. masks and like and she would lure them in by like telling their parents that she was going to teach them like manners and how to be a lady. Oh my god! And then she took baths in their blood. Yeah, she took baths in, in their, their blood. blood. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, it's like so. It's, it's so, so bad. Intense, it's but I'm so so curious. I know. About this I want to read everything about her. And we just discussed how we think that maybe, just maybe, <laughs> Gwyneth Paltrow is just Elizabeth Bathory. <laughs> <laughs> she's just been bathing in a lot of blood <laughs> like there's a dark web version of goop <laughs> yeah since like the 1600s she's just been in the blood and so like she was arrested with three of her servants and they killed the servants but oh, they then killed she, the servants? they oh, burned the servants state. were uh maybe they were peasants. yeah i, I mean, mean at that point anyone who's involved if, as long as they're women who cares kill them all kill them all <laughs> Yeah, it's so fucking crazy. Dozens of women she killed. Dozens. I want to visit her castle so bad. Ugh. You can visit her castle. I know. I saw that. I want to go. We're going. <laughs> We're going. This is why you have to donate to glow.fm slash so welcome we to my vagina. <laughs> to Slovakia. And visit her castle. Oh, my God. Okay, we have to move on from this because we I could sit and talk about her all day. <laughs> I know. It's so nuts. Um, um, I actually have a little bit more about the peeing. So my favorite 
Greek physician Pliny the Elder. Yes. I love Pliny. I know. I mean, I think he's I just garbage. Like his it's name. just so fun to say. I want to be Rebecca the Elder. I could call you that. Cool. <laughs> and then also the medieval German doctor um, Albertus Magnus thought that the body of non-virgins was somehow permeated. So she would have to pee more. Oh, yeah. So it was like the penis would just like poke holes or something like that. Yep. Like penis is like a sword. Yep. <laughs> it's like, what the fuck? <sighs> uh, like, do they not look at their own penises? Like, what do they think? You know, I really, I can't, I can't even start to consider what men think about their penises. Yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> that's a really, really good point. Yeah. So also on the peeing, they were very obsessed with peeing, I guess. Really obsessed. Yeah, obsessed with it. Uh, the virginity, te- the virginity, te- uh, um, the virginity test involved jet, a compact car. Is this what you were talking about? Yeah, but like I tried to look up what jet was and I could not find it. Okay, so it's a compact carbon fossil being placed in a solution of water and swallowed by the girl in question. She was then timed to see how long it took her to pee. If it took ages, she was probably a virgin. If she had to pee shortly after, though, she was leaky and deemed a non-virgin, which we kind of already said. Yeah, they also would light the thing on fire. To a, like and like they would like put the thing um like in between her legs and oh, then yeah. burn it burn it yeah and then uh, if she tasted or smelled the fumes it was determined that she yeah that's what you're saying yeah it was determined that she had been holes poked into her by a penis and yeah. these holes were allowed smoke to travel through her body but like, here's the thing is like it <laughs> like i don't know when we determined like gas solid and liquid like i don't know when that thing happened but like you can see smoke that it moves around stuff. So it's just like any logic. This is this is one thing I can say is true throughout history as a non-historian, but I feel very confident. <laughs> any logic or like scientific reasoning goes out the door when women and women's sexuality is involved. Yeah. Like logic doesn't matter. Facts don't matter. Clearly. Science don't matter. Penises poke holes because they're very sharp. <laughs> <laughs> we are permeable. Okay. Uh, okay. Um, so what else? So I have that. So plants and animals react differently to virgins. Mm-hmm. Uh, they could tame wild beasts. The unicorn is the most famous example of this. Oh, I also work with horses. But other stories claim that Roman virgins who were destined to be martyred by lions turned their would-be executors into cuddly, overgrown house cats. Yeah. I've got two of those. <laughs> Fine. I'll give you a point. Thank you. Um, <laughs> I also read that um that this guy heinrich kornman said that virgins suffered more from scorpion bites than did non-virgins have you been bitten by a scorpion i have not i've never been bitten by a scorpion okay so then we can't count that we can't um and then any tree whose first crop was picked by a virgin would die so like virgins can't harvest vegetables have you harvested vegetables like have i grown vegetables have you picked them i have picked apples did the apple tree die no not a virgin not a virgin. Losing a point. Me too. Damn it. This. Okay. So I also just want to give a really big shout out to J.R. Thorpe of Bustle. We will put the article in the notes. A lot of this stuff came from the article. Yeah. Um, and so thank you, J.R. Thorpe from Bustle. You are a rock star. Oh, good. One thing that I was confused about is that um, they said that uh, virgins um, have innate leakiness. Mm-hmm. So like I then I have questions now. So are virgins incontinent? and and like I want to say that continence is an issue that affects a lot of people and there's no there shouldn't be any shame surrounding it. Um, and so like, you know, 
we would like to bust the taboo that people should feel uncomfortable about incontinence. It's a reality after childbirth it happens. But like we can also say that while we work on busting that taboo that no one like wakes up in the morning and is like, man, I hope that I can be incontinent one day. Yeah. Like that's not a wish that we have for ourselves because it's like inconvenient. Mm -hmm. But like if we're doing the virgins better than non-virgins thing. Yeah. Wouldn't continence be better than non-incontinence? You're How is see, leakiness? Here's your problem, I know, Rebecca. I here's your problem. Because see, what you're doing is you're looking for logic. Um, and see, what we've seen here is there is none. There is none. <laughs> there is none. I just don't understand. <laughs> what does leakiness mean? What does uh, it mean? Well, uh, apparently, the there was also the connection that uh, virgins could hold running water in their hands. And it wouldn't go anymore. And it wouldn't, yeah, not, there would be no leaks. But that's non-leaky. Um, I don't understand <laughs> it. Uh, but there's, there's evidence that women would cheat um, the sieve test by simply coating the inside of the sieve with lanolin. Clever women. Clever women. Which reminds me that I did not finish the whole stained bed sheets oh, thing. Back. Because time. it just made me think of like how women back in the day could really have benefited from blood capsules. Oh um, my God. Yeah. <laughs> Where was Ricky's when we needed it? <laughs> <laughs> um, I read that it wasn't too difficult for a soiled bride, however, to acquire a vial of blood. A little bit of chicken blood and a piece of jewelry could easily be spilled on the sheets under the covers of darkness. You just have to visit Elizabeth Bathory. And grab some of the blood from her tub. <laughs> Yo, she was a virgin every night. <laughs> every fucking night. Every fucking night. Oh, my God. Um, it was also thought that the Virgin Mary's genitals shriveled the arm of a midwife named Salome. What? Yeah. So Salome apparently went to check to see if Mary was still a virgin, which, duh, obviously she was. Yeah. You know? But, um, yeah, she, like, so she, like, put her hand, she did the two-finger test on Mary. And so... Mary, her genitals. She went all <laughs> vagina dentata. <laughs> Leaked some acid on that bitch. Oh my god! Shriveled her arm right up. Wow. Yeah, Salome doesn't have an arm anymore. Testing someone's virginity without <laughs> asking them, <laughs> bitch, sucker, without asking them. Um, cool. I also have some restoring your virginity stuff. Oh my god, I do not. But I would love for you to talk about it. Okay, I won't. I won't go too much into it. But there's some pretty good like. <laughs> restorations however uh it was obviously not a renewable source as uh saint jerome noted in his letter which he in which he said once it's gone it's gone forever although god is able to do anything he cannot raise a virgin after she has been defiled wow of the course all-powerful god yeah does not apply when it comes to women's sexuality <laughs> see again my point stands <laughs> Of course, it did nothing to discourage women, um, either those conscious of the economic value of virginity or one's attempt to erase a bad decision or two from trying. Because let's not forget, the second woman loses her quote unquote virginity, she is somehow defiled and not as uh, sellable. What's the word I'm looking for? Because uh... like, so virginity started in the Neolithic era with a biological problem. They didn't have birth control and men and men controlled. <laughs> Big surprise. Everything. So being a, being a virgin proved that you were responsible. So probing paternity by abstaining from pee in the V sex mm -hmm. um, gave pregnant women access to shelter, food, and goods like dowry. A virginal daughter meant attracting men who wanted to buy her. We still see echoes of that in like 
the white dress, which means you're pure, your dad giving you away. I, at that, the, yeah, but it's so still cool. like in our, yeah. you know, it's, it's verifying virginity was the only way that a future husband could feel confident that his bride was pure. Asking about her past infidelities was unheard of because women were lying or, right. you know, just considered not. They're suspicious. Yeah, we're not always. we're not reasonable sources. Of course. Yeah. So it made sense why women wanted to try to restore their virginity if they happen to fall off the purity wagon. Yeah. Um. So there's like potions, prayers, and incantations. But one recipe said to boil together myrtle leaves and nettles without prickles in water. Then the woman should use this mixture to wash her feminine parts every morning and evening for nine days to restore her virginity. If one needed. Quicker results, another medical book advised placing ground up nutmeg in the vagina and instantly your virginity would return. Okay, don't do that. <laughs> Please see our episode, What Not to Put in Your Vagina. Because I think like cinnamon this and cayenne was in there. all things to not put in your vagina. Yeah, absolutely don't do it. Alum water is a chemical compound of hydrated potassium aluminum sulfate used to tan leather and pickle meats and set the dye in wool. And make you a virgin again. And make you a virgin again. It Well, it's supposed to shrinken and tighten skin. So it was used in the vaginal area. It would shrink the tissue, giving the illusion of virginity without actually replacing the hymen. Wow. There was fumigation. Um, the Virgin Mary would make an appearance in, num- in numerous medieval texts as a virginity doctor. A um, guru. A guru about her helping helpless maidens whose virginity was taken by force. Ugh. Yeah, that's awful. God. But I mean, here's the thing. is like these things keep... I mean, I couldn't find the commercial. If any of you listeners remember this commercial, it was on in like the 90s or 2000s. And it was women talking about, uh, you know, they had made it was the the idea of it was like they had made poor choices and they it they went through some process and it was like they were a virgin again. Ugh. And that I remember that line specifically. I feel like I'm a virgin again. And it was like this added value thing. And there's actually while I was looking for it right now in real time. I found these ads, these Indian ads um, that are for 18 again, which urges women to rejuvenate their vaginas, which is like a vaginal tightening gel to make it seem like they were, uh, you know, all tight and shit. No. Yeah. All this stuff, like all these old, like the earwax shit and the fucking string crap, like it all still is here. We might not test in those ways, but there's still like a there's still like a still some places still do like Indonesia. Yeah, like Indonesia. And there's still like even worse, like there's still honor killings and and child brides. And, you know, like they just outlawed child brides in Florida like two months ago. Stop. Yeah. Yeah. Stop. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God. And I think in New Jersey recently, too. Um, It's just like, oh, like. Oh, no. Florida approved a limit, but not a ban on child marriage. A limit? A limit. Yeah. So to, in Florida, children age 17 can marry with parental consent, but face requirements such as premarital preparation course. Virginity yeah. is not a measure of your value. <laughs> it sure as shit isn't. And it's also like the idea that young women are passive receivers of sex and right. men are the givers. Right. You know, like think about all the language that we use, like, lost her virginity lose what well, is it lose your flower why am i uh like popped her cherry, cherry. deflowered deflowered yeah. it's all this stuff it's like pulling value from yeah or she gave it up to him yeah yeah God. it's all that who did you lose i took your v card Blech. which like women can say too but don't 
but also like it's not typically like it's not typically used that way yeah you know yeah of course it's not i could only find i i only briefly searched it but i could only find um one place that tested boys for virginity and it was to make sure that they were holding up abstinence so as not to get an std not to judge their worth or suitability for marriage mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. it was i mean it's still not right either yeah. way like yeah your virginity is your business is your own and it also shouldn't it's it should be defined by what you think yeah and it's also it's like it's actually lacy green called it a sexual debut she was like we need to lose the word virginity altogether she was like it's your sexual debut and i love that that's yeah. amazing and your sexual sexual debut could be your first makeout. yeah you know it's what you deem yeah whatever you want you don't have to and also like nobody should have to prove their sexual history to anyone no no that is not you're in control of, of your sexual activity yeah it's never it's never relevant it's never fucking relevant it's no one's business especially like oh what <sighs> Like a whole town full of people? Yeah, fuck off. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah, no, it's enough ready. <laughs> it's enough ready. So who's the virgin? Oh, yeah. The virgin. Ugh, Rebecca, you won. You're the virgin. <laughs> We're not sure what I am. Yeah. I have a lot of zeros. A lot of zeros <laughs> and scribbles. You had a point for a second. <laughs> I feel, I feel like a virgin. I feel like feel like Next. virgin. Would you rather? Do you want to do it really fast? Uh, sure. Would you rather have seven fingers on each hand or seven toes on each foot? Seven toes. Cool. Would you rather eat shit that tasted like chocolate or eat chocolate that tasted like shit? Uh, eat chocolate that tasted like shit. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Would you rather end death due to car accidents or end terrorism? Oh my God. I don't know. I'll ask a different one. Oh my God. I don't, I don't know. know. Okay, a new uh, one. I'll give you I a guess new one. car accidents. I feel like that kills more people. I think oh, it does that's like too. a moral, like philosophy thing. I think it kills more people. Okay, that's that's what I would that, go with too. Though, yeah, sorry. Well, no, don't be sorry. <laughs> I just it was like a moral quandary that I like <laughs> from the <Yeah>. good place. <laughs> yeah. Would you rather be four foot five or seven foot seven? Four foot five. Would you rather only be able to wear wet socks for the rest of your life or not wash your hair for a year? Not wash my hair. I don't want to get trench foot. <laughs> yeah. Ugh. Would you rather have fingers as long as your legs or have legs as long as your fingers? <laughs> fingers as long as my legs okay <laughs> i was just thinking about that oh my god that is rough yeah but would you you couldn't walk no i would, had I would choose the same thing you just feel like a spider that is kind of cool <laughs> <laughs> yeah i'm definitely doubling down on that one. <laughs> oh wait i've got one more okay would you rather live in an amusement park or a zoo an amusement park yeah me too zoos i don't sad. like zoos zoos are yeah, very sad, sad. yeah Cool. I don't know why I even thought about it. Well, because you thought like, wow, all animals. Those animals. Would be cool. yeah, yeah, if it's like a conservatory, that would be dope. I'd pick that. <laughs> yeah, but it's not a zoo. Would you Would you rather always be sticky for the rest of your life or always be itchy for the rest of your life? Sticky, oh, sticky, definitely Damn sticky. Woof. Fuck itchy. Ugh. Fuck itchy. I'm God, already itchy worst. for the rest of my life. I know, right? Dope. Yeah. <laughs> Was it? <laughs> Thanks for listening to Welcome to My Vagina. It's time for us to slide on out of here. <laughs> you can find us on Instagram at Welcome to My Vagina. On Twitter at Welcome to My Vag. Soon to be on Medium. You can donate to us at Patreon, LiberaPay, PayPal, and uh, Venmo at Welcome to My Vagina. Yeah, become a monthly subscriber. Yeah. Yeah, go to WelcomeToMyVagina.com and become a subscriber to our newsletter. 
mm-hmm. well. You can email us at welcome to my vagina at gmail.com. We like questions and fan art and jingles and suggestions for future episodes. True. Check out Jesse's awesome videos at on YouTube. Just search for Welcome to My Vagina. Check out Rebecca's awesome writing at franklyrebecca.com. Please also remember that our amazing intro was done by Elise and Willie. If you want to hire Willie to do some videos for you or art or jingles, you can find him at Wooly Willie. That's W-O-O-L-L-Y-W-I-L-L-I-E. Um, and his Etsy shop is Wooly's Studio. And head on over to morebanana.com to check out all of the awesome projects by our production company. Yeah. And thanks, Kate. Thanks, Kate, for being our amazing, dope-ass fucking producer. (laughs) Cool. Here's a quick question for you. How did you sleep last night? If your battle for a good night's sleep feels relentless, I have the answer. It's a podcast called Sleep Wave with meditations and hypnosis created to help you fall asleep. My relaxation techniques will help you feel calm and ready for sleep with soft music that will help you fall asleep in minutes. Most listeners never hear the end of an episode. So search Sleep Wave on your favorite podcast app and find out why over a million people have fallen asleep to my voice.